The crown jewel of Kangaroo Island is Southern Ocean Lodge, which was burnt down in bushfires three years ago. Kirsty Bedford talks to Hayley Bailey, the co-owner of Bailey Lodges, about how they've rebuilt one of Australia's most revered luxury lodges, literally from the ground up, and what you can expect when it reopens on the 6th of December. Welcome to the show, Hayley. Oh, hello. Great to be here. Thanks so much for joining us. So let's start by just tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to launch Bailey Lodges. Well, my husband and I started the business almost 20 years ago with our first property on Lord Howe Island, Capella Lodge, and we purchased that. And then we sort of set about to create a portfolio of high-end luxury lodges with Longitude 131 coming into the portfolio after we built Southern Ocean Lodge on Kangaroo Island. So we had the the three properties in the business that we actually then went on to sell uh, in 2019, but we've retained um, Capella Lodge on Lord Howe uh, personally, but we are still very much involved um, within the business uh, still to this day, though, as the founders and creative directors. Fantastic properties. And I have stayed at Longitude and it was a truly remarkable experience watching um, Uluru from the um, bed, the huge king-size bed in my pavilion. So it's <laughs> a stunning property. But let's focus today a little bit on Southern Ocean Lodge. So tell us a little bit about that property and, and why that sort of became so popular on Kangaroo Island. So when we started our business, we looked around Australia for a place that already had it was a destination in its own right, especially for international visitors. Kangaroo Island was one of those places. It had, you know, it's Australia's Galapagos. It's a zoo without fences. There were a lot of international visitors coming, but there wasn't really a lot of uh, accommodation, or especially high-end accommodation. There was a few bed and breakfasts and some house rentals. So we felt that it was a location that could um, be able to, you know, to have a luxury lodge and, and a, a fully immersive experiential experience. Uh, we knew that we had a market already going there and so we just sort of had the analogy of build it and, and they will, will come, which is what actually happened, which was which is fantastic. So the, the, the lodge um, did really quickly become and was multi-award winning and, and at a really iconic property. And then tell us a bit about, about what happened three years ago. Well, it was absolutely devastating. The property had been operational for about 11 years and then the bushfires of that 2020, uh, 2019-2020 summer uh, came through the island and with devastating consequences and Southern Ocean Lodge was lost to that, to that fire. Uh, it was unprecedented, the, the amount of fuel that burnt on the island at that time, sort of a once in a hundred year fire. And even though we did have what we thought to be some of the best uh, firefighting and water management system, it, didn't, it wasn't enough to save the, the lodge and it was completely obliterated except for strangely the staff village uh, about 90 percent of that was still standing so the fire wrapped around where the staff all live and but had taken out the lodge in its wake and for all of us it was devastating for our staff uh, especially we even had uh, four staff that were in the fire bunker as the fire went went over them uh, and obviously they were all okay, but um, just devastating for them to, to come out of that fire bunker and to see the lodge ablaze and, and to know that there was sort of no, there was no way of saving it. So it was devastating. And did, did you did you have much warning? Did you know, or you obviously there was just, just no way of knowing the level of destruction that that fire would cause? 
Absolutely, but yes, we did have complete ample warning and we were able to evacuate all of our guests. We stopped guests from arriving to the property. It was, it was the beginning of January, so it was obviously at a very peak, peak time for visitation. So we stopped any guests from arriving the day before and then we evacuated all guests uh, that were still remaining at the property that morning um, and the fire hit later on that afternoon. So we had plenty of, of time, but we probably didn't realise the full extent. I mean, the, the spotter, they tried to have a uh, an aircraft to dump water, but the flames and the heat was just so great they weren't even able to, to do that. And the helicopter pilot that was leading the, the water bombing plane uh, felt that the flames were 100 metres high, the wall of fire that was coming towards the launch. So there was there was real. I've got goosebumps even just talking about it. Oh but, gosh, um, I, can, I just can't imagine. And and was there any uh, question in your mind? Uh, you know, once I mean, obviously, uh, the initial shock and the devastation. But were, were you sort of how quickly were you, or were you immediately thinking, right? You know, we will of rebuild. Oh, absolutely. We were. Uh, it just absolutely personally devastated because something that we had created had burnt to the ground, but also because we'd actually sold Southern Ocean Lodge and Bailey Lodges to a private equity group in the US nine months previous. And so we just felt even compelled because we've sold them this asset, it's now burnt to the ground. And so we were completely uh, pushing and really uh, keen to be, to, for them to definitely rebuild the property and, and that we would lead the project. and and bring it back, uh, which is what's happening right now and what's incredibly exciting because we are due to reopen Southern Ocean Lodge this December. So it's been been quite a process over the last few years getting it uh, back. Uh, uh, the design development is essentially very, very similar to the original, but obviously there's many aspects that we've tweaked knowing that you know we're obviously in this fire prone area obviously it would probably be another 10 years before any kind of fire of, of any sort of magnitude could come back through because of obviously the new growth and it, it takes a long time for the australian bush to fully recover but we've got the best uh water management practice uh for firefighting uh, we've also planted in uh, fire resistant succulent coastal vegetation within a buffer zone uh, around the new lodge so that uh, that would obviously mitigate the fuel load that that we had before so there's been a number of measures that have that have been taken in but but we've just been incredibly lucky that our owners KSL wanted to see the lodge back and and everyone's just been so positive uh, to be back on board and and bring it back uh, to the to all of our visitors and guests uh, at the end of this year, and so and and while you were rebuilding that, uh, and obviously the you know all of the work going into it, you were still considering the community and and talk to us about the first and fundraiser program. Well, that's been a really uh, lovely project because we've worked with some of the the groups that we've had a connection with Maggie Beer. And her, she's been a dear friend of the lodges. She's come over and done many of our food safari guest experiences. And she has an incredible foundation that does a lot of work with, with the food uh, that is provided for aged care. Then we also have the community association on Kangaroo Island. So that helps young people go off and further their education um, on the mainland. And then, of course, the, the Royal Flying Doctor, which is just so incredibly important for all regional 
parts of the country, but especially South Australia. So we we focused and we picked those three organisations, and then we they run it. We ran a great um, auction for uh, those guests that would like to be the first ones to come and stay at the lodge, and. For, for the instead of us taking the funds for that, we've given it to the those one of those three charities. There's three different stays, and um, and we raised over forty thousand dollars, which was a great outcome. And so tell us tell us a little bit about uh, what makes Kangaroo Island such an exceptional place for travellers to come to, and uh, for those who who are looking at coming back to Southern Ocean Lodge, what they can sort of do and and see when they're there. Well, as I mentioned earlier, for our international visitors, it's very much Australia's Galapagos, the zoo without fences, because you can see koalas in the wild and kangaroos in the fields. There's the amazing Australian sea lion and the fur seals down on the beaches, incredible flora and fauna. But also, especially for our Australian visitors, it's the most incredible food and wine experience. We have so many local producers, uh, wineries, spirit houses, and we're able to really showcase the incredible seasonal produce all year round at the, at the property. So I feel we have a lot for our international guests, also for all of our, our local guests, because you can get out and do as much as you like and explore and go hiking and take the mountain bikes, go out with our naturalist guides and, and learn about the natural history. Or you can actually just cocoon yourself at the lodge and enjoy the amazing food and wine experiences um, and just going off on your own for a meander down the coast or down to the beach. So it, it's a very spectacular location. Next stop is Antarctica, where the lodge is positioned. So I feel that it's got it's got a little bit bit of something for everyone. Fantastic. And and lastly, sort of tell us what what, what are some of the future plans for for you now? For what what will happen once this is up and running? And and what are your plans going forward in the travel industry? Well, I think for Bailey Lodges, uh, for James and I, the the business has grown uh, quite substantially in the last uh, few years with other acquisitions like the Louise and the Barossa Valley and Silky Oaks Lodge up in the Daintree. There's been some international acquisitions, Hooker Lodge in New Zealand. So we'll continue to work on a lot of these uh, redevelopments of these properties and refurbishments because obviously that's one of the, the things that's always require, required in in hospitality and tourism is that you need to have your product at you know the absolute highest standard so that whenever a guest arrives they they feel like oh it only just opened they have that that sense of feeling so we love being part of that creative process and the design and development and so we'll we'll keep uh, working in that space but it isn't it is exciting to watch uh, where the business uh, will go in the future. Fantastic, and having stayed at uh, one of your properties, and hopefully many more to come, I can I can vouch vouch for that. This certainly feels like yes, that you know you're the first one to stay there, and the the service is incredible. So thank you so much for your time today, and um, all the best with Southern Ocean Lodge and its phase two. Fantastic, it was so lovely to talk to you. That was Kirsty Bedford with Haley Baber. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.